0: welcome to another exciting episode of those geeks you know i am as always bob
1: I'm only sometimes Lauren, but today
2: I will be.
0: And we have a special guest today here, my good friend Ron Ward. Ron, say hi to the people. Uh,
2: hello, I am always Ron.
0: <laughs> well,
2: Dave,
0: like <laughs> Dave and Casey cannot join us today, uh, but we still wanted to Ron, Ron wow. roll out the panel there, so we invited Ron out. Um, uh, got some interesting topics today. We're gonna we're gonna go through all the the geeky news that's happening now and kind of give you guys our uh real time experience and thoughts behind it. Um I don't know, Lauren, you want to start? You got you got one you want to talk about?
1: Yeah, sure. Um so have either of you guys seen the movie Knives Out?
2: I love that I haven't have have seen not. it. I know, uh, I
0: know.
1: So do you know anything about it, now. at least? <laughs>
0: The um, uh, Captain America's in it, right? <laughs> Chris Evans, yeah. Did yeah. you did you see Clue? Do you remember the old movie Clue? Yeah. Yeah. it's like a modern day Clue. It's very noir, who did it type type murder mystery. It did look good. Very, I, I
1: have. It's very Sherlock Holmes, Agatha Christie style storytelling.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but it was directed by Ryan. Or it was directed and written by uh, Ryan Johnson right after he was coming after coming off of Star Wars. Um, and it re- the way that it came together was really cool. He basically found all of these actors and were like, what are you doing in two weeks from now? And I only need you for two weeks. And they basically made this huge movie in like a three month span, but, um, Netflix actually closed a deal that was 400 million to make the next two movies.
0: Which, which um, actually isn't that bad, really, when it comes to budgets, four hundred million. I mean, it's it's on it's on the higher side. But, but... that's
1: the budget. That was that's the deal to like have the rights to it.
0: Okay, and then they got to make it on top of that. That's okay. a little that's a little excessive.
1: Um, but so, um, Daniel Craig's coming back to continue as Benoit Blanc. He's the detective, the lead character of the sh- the movie.
0: Yeah, he did um, a great job. I liked his. I liked him in that movie.
1: I did as well. He's got a pretty strange accent going on in it. Um, but I'll take it. Whatever.
0: Yeah, he's um, he's an Englishman trying to do a Southern accent, so it's not. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's perfect. It's
1: definitely strange, and uh, I I highly recommend if you when you get the chance to watch it, if you can watch like the special features, um, just like the interviews that he does, uh, just trying to talk about how he came up with it, and it was just. Highly entertaining.
0: Jamie Lee Curtis was doing uh, a thing on, I think it was vice where she was talking about all her most iconic roles. And she was actually talking about knives out. And she said she learned so much from the director on that movie that it actually inspired her and her production company. She's directing a movie coming up. So I'm interested in seeing that Jamie Lee Curtis directing.
2: Yeah. She waited quite long into the game to get into that too. Yeah. She's like a legend at this point. Right.
1: Right. But, uh, so anyways, um, just an article came out. Uh, Jessica Henwick, who is recently most known for, uh, well, not recently, but she was casting one of the leads in the new Matrix movie. Um, so we'll see here a little bit more in that. She was also in Iron Fist and The Defenders. Um, she was in, I believe she was also in Star Wars. Um, but anyway, she was just signed on to the cast for the next movie, as well as a couple other names. Uh, Dave Batista is going to be in it. Catherine Hahn is going to be in it. Leslie Odom Jr., Kate Hudson, Ed Norton, just to name a few. Wow.
0: Do, we, do we think that Dave Batista is a good actor? He does
2: really well at Drax.
0: So I'm, he's he at does, least
2: a one hit wonder.
0: Here's here's the thing. Uh the Hollywood keeps trying to jam him down my throat. I think he does phenomenal as Drax, but the reason for that is because Drax is like lifeless mm-hmm. and socially awkward. <laughs> Dave Batista, you can't be lifeless and socially awkward in every one of your movies. That's not how that's not how acting works. I, I can't. I can't take him.
1: Um I mean, yeah, I agree with you. Um I, I don't think he's
0: did He's you not. watch Army of the Dead?
1: No, I didn't yet.
0: Okay. didn't you watch to, it
2: cuz it didn't look good.
0: You have to watch <laughs> it. The movie's actually really good despite the okay. stuff. Um but here's the thing, you got to go into it thinking this is just a crazy Zack Snyder zombie movie. Like it's not it's not supposed to be a coherent like Academy Award winning film. It's kind of like um Is
1: any zombie movie
0: well exactly who's the who's the director that did six underground michael bay it's kind of like a michael bay movie at this point you're not looking for an academy award winning movie you just want to see shit get blown up yeah but there's a scene in the movie no no spoilers there's a scene in the movie where dave bautista and his daughter get into like an argument and he's like trying to basically save his daughter's life who he, he hasn't talked to in a long time and there's no emotion on his face at all none he's just like you can't do this well, I can't believe you're talking to me like this right now.
2: I'll say this: The Rock, you know Dwayne Johnson. His first couple of movies were really not that good. Um, when he first you broke him out, like
1: the Scorpion King.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, you know, wasn't I, once he did? Um, it wasn't Get Shorty. Be Cool, the sequel to that. He was yeah. phenomenal in that. But you know, Doom was. I, you you could either blame it on poor writing or whatever. But I, I want to give Dave Batista a chance. I, I
0: think Ugh. No <laughs> Speaking speaking of Matrix 4 though I did want to point out that uh, The early test screening reactions came out And fans are calling it Quote Weird and meta Also surprisingly funny I want to see it So bad I was a huge was- Matrix fan I mean the first one was amazing It was revolutionary Second <laughs> one was okay did anybody watch the third one? I to the third, I yeah.
1: did, but I couldn't I, I couldn't <laughs> tell you it. I can't keep them all apart. Like this is one of those trilogies that I'm like, wait, where does one end? Where does the next one start? I yeah. can't keep I, it's it's something that I'm definitely gonna have to go back and watch. I was actually gonna watch it on the plane uh, to Hawaii and I opted for some other movies instead. Um, but yeah, it i I don't know how I feel about it being funny like the fact that they put funny in that worries me a little bit
2: is it still the 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 wachowski brothers they're they're still doing it yeah i I believe so yeah see the thing is with the matrix is i liked i liked all of them when they came out but that movie because of what they were doing really aged poorly like they're they're almost hard to watch now if you weren't a fan like if you hadn't seen the matrix and you told someone to watch it now it's it's a little brutal
0: you know what it reminds me of? There was a movie, and I'll have to try to find the name of it, that Denzel Washington did, where it, it was him and Russell Crowe. It came out in, like, 95, but it was set in the future, and Russell Crowe plays, like, a, a psycho killer who has his conscious downloaded into a computer, and then he breaks out of the computer to fight Denzel Washington, it's such a trippy movie, but it's one of those like nineties movies that you watch now and you're like, Oh, you guys didn't understand the internet back then. You didn't you just oh, didn't understand it. That's like twelve
2: monkeys. You remember twelve monkeys with Brad oh, yeah. Pitt? And, I love yeah. that movie. That yeah, that phenomenal. movie's a trip now.
0: It is definitely. Or the Nat was Sandra Bullock. Yeah. Remember that one? Yep.
2: But they
1: I mean, Twelve Monkeys, they tried to give it a run with it as a TV show. Yeah, remember that
0: right? But you
2: no.
1: Know, but I mean, they tried to revisit the idea at least.
2: No one, no one knew what Twelve Monkeys was. Like it was one of those movies that had all these big actors with with Brad Pitt. And I can't even remember was it Bruce Willis. Bruce
0: Willis, yeah. Yeah,
2: and, and yep. first of all, it's really an underground like cult movie. Really,
0: mm-hmm. yeah. But to me, that was one of Brad Pitt's best performances.
2: He was fantastic in it. That mm-hmm. movie's actually great. It's a trip, but it's it's good.
0: So I got another one. I'm sending you guys right now in the chat. The first images of Natalie Portman's Lady Thor has come out. It looks like one of the crew members in the fourth film in the Marvel franchise shared images of some of the crew shirts given to the staff working on the film. On the shirt, you have the the heroic figures. You have Jane Foster's Thor on the left. In the center is Thor Odinson and then Valkyrie on the far right. Um, what, do we, what do we think of the image and, and what do we think of this upcoming movie?
2: It's pretty, um, it's pretty on point to the comics. To be honest with you, that it looks like they they stuck really well with it. Uh, I'm excited. I'm excited for a, a new direction with it. To be honest with you, but they gotta they gotta keep uh, Hemsworth in it. He's just, I, they always talk about Iron Man. You know him being the perfect cast. But I thought Hemsworth played Thor better than I could have imagined anyone else.
0: Did you see the set photos of him?
2: Yeah, he's huge. But he's got so, chicken yeah. legs. It's bothering me. Right.
0: So he's also <laughs> training um, right now for the Hulk Hogan biopic yes. that he's starring in. So uh, he is he is humongous for yeah. a Thor. I think he's probably the biggest we've seen Thor in all the movies.
1: I am also very excited for this movie. Um, I think I'm most excited for Valkyrie's storyline, though. Um, I really like Tessa Thompson and uh, I thought she played it very well. I, I'll... Tell you right off the bat, I don't know anything about comics. Um, I make these guys explain to me comics (laughs) whenever the topic comes up. Which happily do. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. But um, so I'm going into this just as somebody who just wants to be entertained, and I found uh, I I enjoy her storyline, and I'm looking forward to it. Um, I wasn't really upset that Natalie Portman was gone, that Jane was gone from the past Thor. And, uh, I'm excited to see how that develops, but I don't know how Natalie Portman playing a superhero, I'm not overly excited about it, but I'm excited to see how it goes, if that made any sense.
0: Yeah. So they're they're definitely going to focus a little bit more on Valkyrie, although I don't know if she's going to be like the main storyline or not. Natalie Portman, there's some story there. I don't know what happened. Um, I'm sure Casey would probably know, but there's a reason why she wasn't in the third one. There's drama. it seemed like she was almost intentionally trying to exit Marvel. Um, but then she came back with a freaking vengeance and is now gonna be the the female Thor, which is great. And I, I'm I'm excited to see it. With Chris Helmsworth, though, he did a couple interviews um when it came out that that um Captain America and Iron Man were going away. That you know, how long are you gonna play Thor? And he blatantly said, I will play Thor for as long as Marvel will pay yeah, me to play Thor. So I remember that. Right, exactly, it's steady work. So I could <laughs> definitely see him me. being yeah. a strong force, um, because they're gonna want to they're gonna want to tie in some of that existing fandom into the next phases of Marvel, and how they're gonna do that is through Spider Man and Doctor Strange and Thor and some of the people that were there in in the early sections and bringing them over to kind of transition the new era.
1: Let's talk about how Loki just dropped, and it is Disney Plus's highest, like, yeah. watched thing ever. Like, I, I feel, obviously, Loki's going to bring in more storylines across Marvel, but I think your easiest connection is always going to be Thor, and that's just going to lead... I mean, if this continues to do well, I wouldn't be surprised if they continue with the show, and you can continue to bring Thor into that, and another I reason don't... why Earth will stick around. I don't necessarily want Thor taking over, But like, it's easy to connect. It's easy to bridge the gaps. I guess, like, you can still keep him relevant.
0: No, I'm I'm with you. I I don't. I don't want to see more than one season of Loki. Just like I don't want to see more than one season of WandaVision. Like, would it would it be great? Really? No. Would it be great content? Absolutely. I mean, do I want the storyline? I do. But I want the TV show to usher in more movies. You know, and, I think and I,
2: that has to be the plan.
0: Yeah, yeah. And I and I like this. I like this premise. Do it with every character. Like have have, you know, Thor do his three movies and then do a TV show or do two movies in a TV show leading into a third one or whatever. Um I have no problem with this if you want to juggle through the characters. I'm I'm really looking forward to the what if uh yes T V show that's yeah.
2: did you awesome. did you see the article though for Loki? They said that uh this T V show was going to be the most impactful to the movies of any T V show they've done. Good. So that sentence right there has to mean that th- that's what they're doing. Kind of like a, a little bridge of the gap. Like Hulk, he has to get him a, a TV show.
0: Cause yeah, I can they see that. They're movies. doing She-Hulk. She-Hulk yeah.
1: with Tatiana Maslany, which I'm i am pumped for that, just because I know I've talked about it on the show before. You have never watched Orphan Black? No. Uh, Ron, have you ever heard of a show called the Orphan Black? It was a BBC I've, show. I've
2: heard of it, but I didn't see it.
1: Um. Basically... Main character uh, is played by Tatiana Maslany. She is a. She finds out she's a clone, so Tatiana Maslany literally played like nine different characters in the same room seamlessly, while giving them all their own individual characteristics, their own attitudes, their own personalities. So I can't wait to see what she does with just one. <laughs> like, yeah. Um. She's just a phenomenal actress, so I was really excited to to uh, hear that casting choice. So yeah, you've sworn um, by that
0: movie for a while.
1: What's really funny is I watched that show religiously for a long time. And I don't know that I actually ever watched the last season. That's one of those shows that every time it started up on TV again, like the new season, I would go back and watch all of the prior ones. Um, and then I don't think I had cable when the last season came out. So I just never went back in. watched The it same thing the
0: happened TV. to me with Entourage. I watched that entire show, never watched the last season.
2: Ah, uh, that is a really terrible feeling. But <laughs> all right. I still never
1: right. watched the last episode of Lost.
2: The last episode?
0: Yeah. You watched <laughs> yeah. the shows except the last episode? Yeah. Yep. Oh yep. my god!
2: I, I did that with Arrow, but eventually I, I did go back and finish it. But I don't I don't know when to to break into this. I I listened to the the last podcast that you guys had where you're talking about old TV shows. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't know if it's an appropriate time, but I I did. I that was one of those conversations that I was like I. To talk to you about. <laughs> i was like man i really want because to... i have two i just want to bring up two and that's it we don't even have to talk shoot them off man i want to hear yes. this. do you remember the cartoon mighty max
0: mighty Ma- oh my god yes i had the little pocket the little pocket thing that's what it started out as it was, yeah. a, it was a
2: poly pocket for for boys yeah it became a tv show with the chicken and the guy who ate everything for breakfast
0: i remember this holy cow
2: I just didn't know if anybody remembered. If I was just crazy,
0: I don't remember the TV show, remember. but I do remember the 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 pocket thing. I had a couple of them actually. So no for you, Lauren. Not not a...
1: I I don't remember that one.
0: Lauren was born in two thousand and four, so you have to. Oh, okay. This was
2: oh, on my... like this was on in nineteen ninety four. All <laughs>
1: right. uh, nice one.
0: It's just as bad.
1: <laughs> I kept up with most of the shows you guys are throwing out there. Come on now.
2: All right. How, long how about have... this one?
0: No. Go keep ahead. Going. No. All go ahead. Right. All right. Sliders. Sliders. I don't remember. Where they would
2: go back and forth through time through portals, and they would always wind up. They were trying to get back home, and they would wind up in a different dimension, and it would be all the same people, but crazy stuff would happen. Oh, man. You got to look that up. I'm
0: going to Google it. It's
1: right there. Like seeing that cast.
2: I can't remember the main actor's name, but he had a twin, and they would use him on the show a lot. But it was it was crazy. I don't I don't that show was one of those ones that ended, but I don't even think they had an ending for it. I don't know if they ever got back home.
0: So when you uh, when you listened to the last show, whose list did you most agree with?
2: I'm going to bow out on that one. You all were fantastic.
0: <laughs> <laughs> was see? there any shows
1: that you brought up that you had forgotten about that you were like, oh, yeah
2: um not forgotten about but haven't had the chance to talk about like you you, the shows that you guys mentioned like home improvement like that was always on at my house too yeah um that you know and, and roseanne you know everybody thinking that that was their family um yeah it was just more like i haven't i haven't talked to anybody about this in a while but uh you never for you never forget what's in your heart
0: right exactly
1: Well, welcome to the safe space where we only talk about random (laughs) stuff.
0: So this actually is going to play off of that. Do you remember the show Toxic Avengers? Oh, yeah. I remember the movie, too. They are doing a reboot, and apparently Elijah Wood and Julia Davis are joining the Toxic Avenger reboot cast.
2: They just announced another actor, like, yesterday, and he was a pretty prominent actor. I can't remember who it is, though.
0: I'm excited about this. I love Toxic Avengers. Is it still Troma that's doing it? Uh, I believe so. Yeah,
1: Peter Holy. Dinklage.
0: Yes, I, yes, I, yes.
2: It was was some some big actor. Man. It might have been. Peter. I, I
0: absolutely love Peter Dinklage as the giant elf in um, Avengers. Was it Endgame? He was in. Was he in both of them? Endgame and uh, Infinity Wars.
2: Yeah, he he was great. George. He also yeah. was. Um, he was also in X Men. Um, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Days of Future Past or
0: Mm mm-hmm although those uh the x-men movies please i could talk about those for hours
2: about how amazing they are no about how they. (laughs) the the,
0: the x-men franchise is what i point to and say if if marvel didn't know what the hell they were doing that's exactly what you would get
2: i did not hate the wolverine movies i think the wolverine movies are like they definitely rush it but i think they get more hate than they deserve i mean the the main actor, he's such a good actor that it, it just made
0: up for the writing. Hugh Jackman, yeah, I like so so the main much. actor,
1: you mean Hugh Jackman? Is I'm not gonna I'm, not
0: gonna. I'm not going say there's not a couple Jackman. good ones, a couple good ones in there, but for the most part, they yeah. they're so just it's a mushy mess. Um, I do want to talk about, however, the original Marvel superhero Blade, Wesley Snipes, yeah. is apparently being eyed for a role in John Wick Four as a swordsman throw all of them in there
2: every name that i've heard i'm like do it just get it just like um
0: the expendables at this point
1: i still have not watched that series i have all of them and i just haven't sat down i've just heard it's chaos it's amazing chaos action everything
0: it's everything you want it to be it's everybody's catchphrase everybody gets their explosion Their awesome fight it's amazing
1: yeah, there's. I have no doubt that I'm going to love it, and I'm going to want them to, con- to continue to make them, make content. Uh, Casey said that they're making a show off of it as well. So, I mean, I just need to sit down and s- spare six hours of my time.
0: You do. Uh, another, another cool thing I read um, about the upcoming MCU universe, apparently during a recent interview, Vin Diesel teased that Groot would be returning to his home world, Planet X. Yeah. In one of the upcoming MCU projects. Ooh. That's pretty crazy.
2: That's a hard one. That's that's I think that's gonna be a hard one for non comic book fans to digest.
0: I think Groot is, is one of the more interesting characters, and I think that's why it's gonna be easier to go down.
1: Why um, do you think it'd be difficult?
2: So I don't want to. Well, see now that I say it and you've questioned me, I'm like, ooh, did I sound like a like a jerk there? No, um, I don't. I don't no, mean this it is that what, way. Again,
1: I don't know comics. <laughs> this is what I do. I say, what's what are you talking about? Enlighten me.
2: <laughs> so some of these some of these comic movies, especially like Avengers Endgame, where, you know, where you have so many characters, I, Marvel did such a fantastic job at taking it slow um but there's a lot of characters that you can see come out in its fan service it's for like the guys that are like oh did you see him in the background um and i think when it comes to characters that nobody's heard of because if you didn't read comics you had no idea who grew was a rocket so a lot of us that read comics not in like an elitist way but you know some of you know most of us who grew up with it were like oh this is awesome and then people like my sisters who all of their comic book knowledge is based off of the marvel movies which is fine they did a great job but they don't they don't have the investment in those characters. They have them on a superficial sure. level okay.
0: this um, is this is great because we've had this debate on the podcast before, which is the whole idea of fans uh, and and a lot of us on the show have been have been accused of this as well. fans of the comic books looking at fans of the movies and saying, "You know, you're not a purist. you 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 don't know the storylines outside of the ones that you've seen." And you haven't been digesting this content for years like I have. And and it's kind of like almost like you haven't earned the right to like them as much as you do because you haven't invested the time that I've invested. And I agree with you to a certain extent, but. I think there's also... I didn't part- say that,
2: Bob. But, no, I... not putting words in his mouth. <laughs> you're, like, you're like, Ron,
0: <laughs> like, okay, calm down. No, 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 no. I'm not Ron, saying who you did. you? I'm not saying you did. I'm just saying that th- that's kind of like the idea. And that's how I felt before, too. When, when people started becoming a fan of Batman, you know, and, and were appreciative of Michael Keaton and the Batman the Animated Series, it's like, no, 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 no. You don't get to like it now, 10 it's years later. I think. That shit was awesome 10 years ago, and you guys hated on me for it, but... But I think it also is awesome because people who haven't been fans are now getting this content and they're like, give me more, you know, I want, I'm curious about this. So that's why I think I agree with you hundred percent. Nobody knows who the hell Groot was prior to the guardians of the galaxy movie, but now that they do know who he is, I think that there's like a, um, an interest there. So I think that's a a testament
2: to Marvel. Yeah, absolutely. That's a testament to, to Marvel, but I'll say this, this is the, this is the only like, not to to hang on on the subject but this is the only thing i'll say to that is the only thing that bothered me and i never would say anything to people obviously i'm doing it on a podcast now but <laughs> when i was young when we were young um you're you're my age bob um, and you're you're 91 you're right there yeah, not
1: that young people <laughs>
2: that, <laughs> I that just was like dirty. comics were not a big thing like people that played magic the gathering or into that like i was picked on relentlessly as a kid my grandfather owns a comic book store uh shameless plug um wonderland comics in Pittsburgh, amazing place so i used to go to comic sales with him and all these things that was my identity like i had to weed through people talking relentless shit to me to all of a sudden these movies come out and everybody's a fan and i'm like this was mine this was my identity i weeded through so much bullshit for you to turn around and be like, hey, have you seen the new Avengers? Like, yeah, I remember when you talked shit to me when I was nine years old because I used to read the comics.
1: You paved the way <laughs> for fans like me to come into all of this, though. That's so right. I'll be one Better of those people who it. says thank you. No, but for real, though.
0: Damn right.
1: Like, come on. I wouldn't have.
0: That's why, so man, listen.
1: Somewhere, a fan somewhere had to be like, you know what? It would be super fucking cool if we got to see this in a movie. And I'm yep. sure so many people in that boardroom laughed at him until somebody was like, nope, you're right, let's do it.
2: Yeah, let's and... cast Robert Downey Jr. as Iron Man. And then <laughs> and, then <all laughs> and it's good. I'm not, I'm not mad at it whatsoever. I love it. I love that my sisters are going. And and I'll, I'll say this as the one example, though. The, the one thing that pissed me off with non-comic book fans than when they watch the movies, and I will fight this to the grave, The Amazing Spider-Man 2, when Gwen dies, she was supposed to die, and that, everybody yes. banned that. That movie got canned because they hated that ending. And I was like, "No, you didn't read the comic. You don't get to have that opinion and get this movie removed because of it."
0: Listen, that. if that's the reason why you I don't like it. that movie, then there you have. We have bigger issues. Okay, that movie was a freaking train wreck. <laughs> Okay, I, I was talking about mean, that scene.
2: I, I didn't read. <laughs> yeah, that but... scene.
0: That scene was probably the only good part of the movie, to be honest with you. But do you
2: remember the backlash?
0: Like, there was huge
2: backlash because Gwen died, and I was like, "I, you don't, you don't get to have that opinion."
0: I remember <laughs> watching that scene, and, and that man, that I wish Stone I was Stone died, Stone. dead right now.
1: <laughs> I think I was upset <laughs> that Emma Stone died, then that it was Gwen Stacy that died.
0: Emma Just Stone is one of those actresses that I really like her. She seems like a nice person. She can't act worth a shit. I'm sorry. What about, yeah.
2: what about Girl? I haven't seen it yet. I haven't, I haven't seen, seen it, it, either. it yet either. I have no
0: interest in seeing it. She's not a good can actress.
1: You go, can you just go watch Easy A? Because
0: I have watched I it.
1: Like I just love that movie. I
2: like her in Super Bad. I thought she did all right. She's just. Go. just,
1: go. Really
0: <laughs> just um, I do have more, though, about your girl. <laughs> what? She's in land. Charlie Steron. Uh, your girl, Charlie oh. Steron. Uh, is also Mad Max: Furiosa, the prequel to the Mad Max: Fury Road, is yeah. going to begin filming in August, according to Anna Taylor Joy, who is also in the film, which I'm really excited about because I love her. George Miller's George Miller's Mad Max: Furiosa. How do we? What do we think about this?
2: Uh, I thought the other, the first one was absolutely fantastic. The remake that they did, are, I don't even know if it's a remake. Was it like a a, a spiritual sequel? So.
0: This is George Miller is my absolute favorite director. And here's why this man is a psychopath. Okay. For, <laughs> if you're a George Miller fan, you, we're, we're friends because George Miller does Mad Max. Okay. He finds um, a very young actor. Um And I'm going to totally, I can't believe I'm laying here. Right now. It's ridiculous. I was, I was setting it up too. And I just completely blanked
2: Mel um, <laughs> Gibson,
0: He finds a young actor, Mel Gibson, fresh out of acting school with still a
2: harsh accent,
0: harsh accent. George Miller finds him and says, I want you to be in my film, mainly because I can pay you nothing because nobody knows who the F I am either. He makes Mad Max. It's a huge success. He goes on to make Mad Max uh, Road Warriors which is insane. He does the Twilight Zone movie, a segment of it. He does Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome and then he obviously moves on to Babe Pig in the City and and then Happy Hardcore. Feet quality. And then Happy Feet 2. Like what a crazy transition. And then he does nothing. Back. The Fury Road. He does nothing for like 5 years. Boom, Mad Max Fury Road. He comes out and says, this is not a remake. It's taking place in the same universe. Um, he has not made any any remarks about its connection to the original, about if Max is the same character, or if it's some kind of like 007 where it's a passage of a name. Um, but he he says it's in the same universe, and it's not a remake. So, And when he wrote Fury Road, he said that he actually, at the exact same time, wrote two additional scripts. Um, and one of them is is Mad Max: Furiosa, the one that's going to start recording soon.
2: Yeah, I'm, I'm count me as fully right. excited. I was yeah. pleasantly surprised at the last Mad Max.
0: Yeah, it's phenomenal. The last Mad the last Mad Max is a rock and roll concert on moving vehicles. It's a it's just an an amazing art. Imagine. It literally is,
2: though. There literally is a guy playing guitar on a moving vehicle. Yeah, it's amazing. my yes, spiritual it animal, flames. really.
0: There, and it's why? Why does this guitar shoot flames? I don't fucking know. It's awesome. Why, Who cares? Now every not?
2: guitar should do that. I don't exactly.
0: Know. <laughs> <laughs> yes, excited.
2: That, so you said this is a prequel, though?
0: Yes, it's a prequel. So it's going to explain how Charlie Steron's character kind of gets um, abducted or captured. Uh, you know, leading into the the. Fury Road movie, how she loses her arm, stuff like that.
2: Is that not kind of a bummer? Like, are you not like, man, I really wanted to see what happened after that because it was kind of a cliffhanger.
0: Yeah, so I mean, I, I'm, I'm thinking the there's going to be, yeah, be... True, a but now I gotta room. wait. I hate waiting. Right, exactly. <laughs> waiting is just shitty. I keep getting older.
2: It's, it's not good. Hey, come take a seat at the campfire. You're
1: not the only one who joins. I've got friends that come over sometimes, too. We talk about a ton of interesting
2: things from geek culture. Then we cover some conspiracies or philosophical thoughts or monsters. You know, we talked about Bigfoot in one episode. It's a lot of fun, so
1: come join me at the Campfire Chats. A DFAT entertainment podcast hosted on Spotify
0: and other fine places you find podcasts. What you don't realize is that it ain't easy. It is hard goddamn work making something good, yeah look like a geek so i must be doing it for a reason it's you it's always been you and it's worth fighting
2: all you have to decide is
0: what to do with the time that is given to you join me gutsy media podcast because movies are our life Lauren, I'm assuming I'm assuming you're excited about this as well, because I know you're a fan of of the Ther of the Theron. I
1: am I am. I am I am. Um I'm trying to I was trying to look up. There's a movie that Mad Max reminds me of, and it's from the like oh, just kidding. It's newer than I thought it was. You guys have you seen the movie Doomsday?
0: Doomsday. I have not. No.
1: Um was a futuristic action thriller kind of thing. Um, but it's basically like they drive into this. I, I'm not even gonna try and explain this movie, but it reminded me of Mad Max. Just
0: is that the one <laughs> where they all have like the vehicles and they do different shit? And they got like the last vehicle standing is gets the prize.
1: No, that's Death I do, Race. do know what, yeah, I do
2: Death know, Race, yeah, Death Race,
0: Race. Yeah, I know. yeah.
1: Why did I know what you were talking about?
0: Because I described it so well, that's how you know.
1: <laughs> That's for sure. Uh, Doomsday reminds me of the game Borderlands.
0: Borderlands like is cool. I yeah, like that, that is, TV show. You
2: could you could definitely throw like a Mad Max, you know, reference into that too. So that's I definitely want to watch Doomsday now. Who's yeah. in it? Like, is anybody prevalent?
1: Uh, not really. No, Yeah. No.
0: Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what about uh, what about an all yeah. female centric Fast and the Furious spinoff? That about.
1: Man, that was my next one.
0: Really? I,
2: I will tell be you honest, that.
0: I hate every Fast and the Furious ever made.
2: Ever? Ever. I hate no. every one of
1: them. <laughs> so, what we're on F- Fast 9 now is going to be the most recent one. and it is. I will tell you, I like the first one. I like the fourth one and maybe the fifth one. And now we're getting a little extreme here. Um, yeah. How
2: about Hobbs and Shaw? Were you a fan of Hobbs and Shaw? Did you see Hobbs and Shaw? Didn't even watch it. My uh, my, my interest because of those movies has diminished to zero. So,
0: I am I am also not a fan of the Fast and the Furious movies. I saw the first one, saw the second one. I did not see anyone after that. Although when the Rock got added, I was like, eh, maybe I'll go back and check this out. Here's my issue with Hobbs and Shaw. When they were doing the publicity for that movie, it came out that it was in the contract of both The Rock and Jason Statham that they couldn't they would not lose a fight on screen to the other person.
2: Correct. So don't when don't they hate each other or there was so some
0: it beef?
1: It wasn't Jason Statham, it was Vin Diesel.
0: Vin no, Diesel and was, The Rock. Had that was during part Fast of Yeah, right, that was part Correct. of the Fast and Furious movie. It's part of all of Rock's contracts. He will not lose an on-screen fight to anybody. He will also not be the bad guy in any movie. Which is why this this, well no his new contracts like his recent because
2: he He obviously was right
0: that's part of the reason why we haven't had a Black Adam movie in such a long time because he signs up to do the character but says I don't want to be the bad guy Black Adam is a is a bad guy. He's so like now DC is completely rewriting the character and making him an anti-hero oh. just so that The Rock can play him on the big screen. I'm, I'm oh, very... I I I kind of
2: lost a little bit of, I yeah. like that hurt me a little bit it's, like it's, why
0: It's very upsetting. It's very upsetting. If you if you look at the synopsis for the movie that's out right now and I don't know how accurate it is, but it says that he starts off as a villain. He he tries to fight Shazam and and Shazam's crew only to then redeem himself and become an anti-hero.
2: Yeah, that is nothing to do. See, no, I don't want to do it. Comic elitism where I'm like, that's
0: not in the comics. Right, exactly. Okay. I do I have no issue. And I'm like, Ooh, sounds interesting. If you want a rock, if you want the rock in your universe, I got no issue with that. I like the rock. Yeah. If you don't have a character he can play, freaking make one up. It's comics. Just make one up. I don't even care. But don't take a character that we love and change it just to fit this, you know, corporate freaking studio bullshit so much money he's,
2: on he's
1: the line so I, he, sign on for that. Huh? I said well how long ago did he sign on to do this it's been years yeah, the, uh, the original
0: he so he actually didn't sign anything until about a year ago but before that they were I mean they've been in talks with him for like five or six years to the point where he had posted stuff on social media saying like I'm, I'm going to be black Adam um, but then you know push comes to shove and things don't always work out but what are you gonna do i mean at this
1: point in time he's he's smart for doing all of that that he's done like you can't just all of a sudden be like well well we're not gonna cast the rock anymore how much of an outside would that be this
0: is this is kind of how it works when you get a character like this this happened pretty big with uh jim carrey as well you you sign on for a movie like a year before the filming starts. And and when you sign on, you already have other movies in the works that are going to be coming out soon or whatever. So I forgot what movie it was, but Jim Carrey signed on for a role at X dollars, you know, fast forward a month later and the mask drops and he becomes a household name, name overnight. Well now X dollars isn't good enough anymore. So we need to renegotiate that contract. But the studio has already got a budget in, so now you want to tack on ten million dollars to a budget to you know fluff your salary, and then the negotiations start again. And before you know it, the the movie's in you know limbo hell. So,
1: I just want to touch back back on um, the Fast and Furious part of this news. Um, just bringing up the idea that it 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 seems like the past few years we've had a big push to take everything and make it females, um, which I'm all for, but I want... I don't want to get...
2: Sincerity in it?
1: This. Well, I want something new. Don't just take a, a, an idea that's already been done and be like, all women. Ta-da!
2: Kind of like Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters felt yeah, like oh. such a... Like, it felt weird. Yeah. Like, its it's not a bad idea on paper, but you know that, like... The fan base of Ghostbusters goes, okay, but where's the original
0: cast? Yep. yep. I, I love this debate. And the reason why I love this debate is because it's between a rock and a hard place. You I, I don't care if it's females, I don't care if it's Asians, if it's if it's white guys, if it's black guys, whatever. You want to see more movies that represent you, that's fine. I can respect don't the want. It. You gotta buy the tickets. That that's what it comes down to. The studio doesn't give it a flying F the color of the skin of the person in their, in their movie, as long as it makes money. And when they do an all female cast on something, it doesn't sell as well. And that's why they don't do it as often. You want to see it more Buy the tickets. I mean, that that's it. It's plain and simple.
2: To Lauren's point, it can work when it's original. Like um, uh, Melissa McCarthy and Sandra Bullock, like those movies do so well because there's such good chemistry between them. Like Mm -hmm. if it's an original idea, I think it definitely does better than when you can tell it's it's almost forced.
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: Well, that's what I think this idea is. Like, okay, yeah, they brought this idea up. They talked about an all-female Fast and Furious a few years ago. Well, I think a few years ago was probably at the height of, okay, let's pump out all of these female-centric movies. Um, and I just – yeah, like I said, like I like the idea, but I'm sick of it just being regurgitated movies. So, yeah, uh, give, give me something that's original, like The Heat. Like you, you commented yeah. on Melissa McCarthy and, and uh Sandra Bullock. I loved that movie. I thought that was yeah, that movie's hilarious. really funny.
0: Well, uh, no. uh, uh, sorry, go ahead, finish.
1: No, go, go for it. Go for
0: it. Well, what I was gonna say is that a prime example of something that they were just like. Let's regurgitate an idea, but make it females. Like you said, the all-female Ghostbusters, but also the was it Ocean's Eight? Yeah, like that I that it movie bombed horribly. Be- it did it did because it's just all you did was say we're gonna do this exact same thing with females and and mooch off the same franchise. I, I didn't like it.
1: I thought that did better than I, I. I thought they put a little bit more effort into it than Ghostbusters. Um. Maybe I just fell in love with the cast a little bit more. Like, I liked the names that were in it a little bit more. Um, Not that I didn't enjoy the cast from Ghostbusters, because I liked the cast. I just didn't really like the movie. Um, So, I don't know. I guess I'm really hard to please. Um, Saying I want more, but I want it to be good and not garbage. Um, But... Yeah. I mean, uh,
0: so one of the other cool things I read about Fast and Furious while we're talking about it is Tyrese Gibson revealed that Justin Lin, the director, wants to shoot the final two installments, 10 and 11, back to back, kind of like Lord of the Rings style.
2: How about the new Lord of Avatar, the Avatar, Lord of the Rings?
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, if they're all together and yeah, just do it. Get it all. Get it all done.
0: I like when they do this with films. I like when they shoot back to back because then you get a little more cohesiveness in the movies. Mm-hmm. They do I that,
2: like that. last season. of Game of Thrones did that as well, where it was you know like the last two seasons they just finished oh, that whole thing. Blasphemy!
0: Let's not let's not talk about that.
2: I will but, talk but, to that. Game okay. of Game
0: of Thrones never end it. Okay. I've been waiting for season eight for a long time now. Hopefully, it'll come. I had this
2: conversation. I had this conversation today. In fact. My thing is, now I didn't like it either, but my thing is to draw that much of a negative criticism has to mean something. Like, that has to speak to how big that show really got.
0: Oh, it was enormous. To she me, is- Game of Thrones was is the best TV show I have ever watched. It gives me everything I want. It is, it is my D&D adventures live on TV. I, I love it. I absolutely love it. It's a masterpiece until the last season. The last I, season I, I was it it was rushed. it was rushed it
2: wasn't it what i just had this conversation it was rushed but it really wasn't because all the episodes were like an hour and a half to two hours long so it was almost like instead of doing them piece by piece they just put it all in one they, they took
1: there was no payoff for me like,
0: yeah you, I, I, the, more,
1: the whole first seven seasons is Let's put in all this lore. Let's put in all these like uh these prep not premonitions, but like these
0: um it was magic. Trying to say freaking magic. So what pissed you guys off? What what about that
2: season? Here's what bothered me.
0: Here's what bothered me. There you spent seven seasons giving me shock and confusion and keeping me on my toes. You know, with the red wedding and the purple wedding and your your main character dying at the end of season one. This was this was a, a show that I could watch and I had no idea who was going to die next. And then in the last season, they said, you know, everything that you guys think you're going to see. That's exactly what we're going to show you. Without You any... saw the
2: ending coming. You saw the very Oh, my.
0: Ending. 100%. What? 100%. Yeah.
2: No, oh, I did yeah. not. No, I didn't have it. My, what I envisioned did not happen, and that's why I was pissed.
0: They were, they were even teasing it in season seven when they were showing like the flashbacks and oh, Jon Snow. Who could Jon Snow be? And then you have him go back to the wall, and then he goes north of the wall. It just, it was fan service. It was fan service, and I oh would have rather gosh. been.
2: I so disagree. Yes. Fan
0: service <laughs> would have been Jon Snow on the Iron Throne. No way. my I will die for Jon Snow. John is Snow. not. He's not a king. He's not. That's not what his character arc. Not
2: Targaryen blood. Is he not the rightful person?
0: It just because he's he's right on paper, it's not who he is. And that's they spent seven seasons telling you that that he he did not want to leave. He his character said it repeatedly. I don't want to leave. I don't. Isn't that
2: what Tyrion said though? And that's why you should.
0: But yeah, but it's it's. Oh uh, come on.
2: I, can't, I, can't see, do it. I got no fan service out of it because what I want, I feel like Jon Snow got fucked. They're I, like, okay, you love this. I think chick. that was the whole show. It's like, it. yeah. <laughs> and then we're going to throw everything on you and send your ass back to the wall. I was like, no, that's the dirtiest thing I've ever we'll, seen.
0: We'll see. I mean, hopefully, the, the new show coming out, the House of Dragon, Prequel? hopefully yeah. that helps. Um, how excited we'll are we? Tie everything
1: to back in? Oh, yeah, I was going to say, just to tie, to tie everything full circle. Uh Jessica Henwick, who I said was gonna be in Knives Out 2, played Nymeria Sand in Game of Thrones.
2: One of the three daughters. Yeah, Nymeria was was a badass too. She was the one with short hair, right? The the like
1: She wore the the, she wore the scarf.
2: Yeah.
0: I don't remember her. I remember Nymeria being the name of the wolf.
1: It was actually. I also had the same thought. Um did you know Alaria Sand?
0: Yeah, Arya, I know Arya, of course.
1: Nope, that's not who I said.
0: A-laria? Alaria? no idea who yeah. that is.
1: Okay, well it was uh Ooh, now I can't think of his name um, Mandalorian what who'd he play Oh oh,
0: yeah, yeah. oh yeah, okay oh, so I know yep
1: it was his like mistress or his girlfriend yeah, yeah. His, his sister oh, girlfriend yep their, their, uh, the kids, the three daughters. yeah three Oh
0: okay, guys. yep, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha.
1: Yep, she was, was the one was, in the
0: prison cell? She was one the one that flashed the other guy? Braun? She
1: might have been.
0: That, I'm pretty sure she's I, the
2: one that was flashing Braun. At I the am end. now
0: very excited about her being in anything. Yeah, she's awesome. That, that was... I, I think she's a great actress. Not um, because of the flash. That she <laughs> no, 100%. Of <laughs> that, <that's> 100% why <laughs> so, the uh, director, Tyler Gillett... I'm probably pronouncing that wrong, has confirmed that the Scream 2022 movie is fully finished. So we're going to be getting that here probably soon. I I guarantee they're going to bump that up. Did the show not happen? It never happened. I don't... I hate... I hope they're not doing that. I hate when Hollywood does that. When Hollywood makes six movies and five of them are awful, so then they just lay low for ten years and go, okay, ignore the last five. We're going to pick up... No, Did you see the TV show? No.
2: There's a Scream TV show. It only had one season and it tanked. It doesn't surprise me at all. So
0: I'm
2: wondering, yeah. is that like, did that, it never happened?
1: Different I, universe.
2: Different. Different universe. Different universe. <laughs> like that. Bob, I did have a question for you though. I'm Since all ears. Since you are the, the Batman fanatic. Um, what are your, what are your thoughts on the Batman?
0: I've been called worse. Um, <laughs> I, he, oh man, I, I, I think, uh, what's his face? Paulson. What's his Robert name? R- Robert Patterson Robert Patterson Yeah. He's a horrible actor. Um, I, I think he's a, just a shit actor. I think there's some potential there. The problem is, is that his face looks like a brick. Um, I think <laughs> if we can see, if, I'll give him a shot. I mean, I like the content. I'll watch it. If he pulls it off. Awesome. If he doesn't, then. Well, anyway. Okay. What did you think
2: of the, uh, the trailer?
0: The trailer looked, looked Okay. Um. here's my issue it doesn't matter anymore because Warner Brothers shits on everything they have so yes. even if it is a good movie even if it is a great movie and I'm like man this is great They're gonna shit on it, and they're either not gonna make a sequel, or they're gonna make one, but they're gonna replace Pat Patterson with somebody else, or they're gonna freaking just ruin it by adding thirteen villains, or they're gonna shit on. Warner Brothers does not know how to make a comic book movie, and I'm at the point now, after trying to defend them for ten years, that I'm just admitting it. I'm I I agree with everybody. Warner Brothers sucks.
2: Well, Batman became the new Bond, you know, for a while, and until. Until really like Batman Begins and that that trilogy came out and then you almost couldn't replace him. But I'm excited because I feel like the same thing is happening where everyone at Robert Patterson, that's asinine. But people said that about Heath Ledger. People Uh, were pissed when he got cast as a Joker. Now, his movies before were amazing, whereas Patterson is really known for Twilight. And I agree. I'm not super sold on him as an actor, but I'm more excited for him than was Ben Affleck.
0: Um e- e- I hate no. Ben Affleck. No, I gotta say I, I was never an Affleck hater. Um when they first announced that I, I kind of had the same approach that I had with Heath Ledger, which was unique and it was just kind of like, yeah, I'm I'm I'll dumb down. I'll give it a shot. You did know what you whatever. like those
2: movies, the Ben Affleck Batman?
0: Yes, I did. Okay. I we are, i you're
2: opposite on that.
0: Yeah, I liked um I liked I, I liked a lot about it. I, I I agree with the haters. I think that the whole Martha thing was stupid. They could have done better <laughs> there. But to see to see Batman in the armor, you know, with the with the glowing eyes, just like in the Dark Knight movies, like it was or the Dark Knight comics rather. Um, it was awesome. I loved it.
2: What's the harshest language I can use on here?
0: Oh, uh, go go Daddy. full throttle. Go I
2: hated the writing because they made him such a pussy. They I thought Batman, like he was such a Bitch, especially in the one, the last one that they did, the six-hour one or whatever it was, you know, basically. Are you
0: talking about Snyder cut? Yes, which oh, I thought was terrible. My... God, I yeah. am your mic right now.
2: <laughs> That's you are out of your mind. I thought Ben Affleck was such a pushover in that movie. I did not, I was like, this is it's the not, most different it's Batman I've his ever
0: movie, seen. though. It's not his. Here's what I will say about, about Snyder Cut number one, it is a far superior film than the original pile I'm of shit we that. got. Um, And number two, I think that the, the Gotham world that they showed is the Gotham world I want. It, it, it needs to always be raining and always be nighttime. I don't care. You and, just
1: want anything noir.
0: Yeah, exactly. Anything and everything is. noir. We have not seen Batman as a detective yet. Give me Batman as a detective in a rainy, dark city that looks humongous. I want, I want the city to make Batman look tiny. I want the city to explain why, even though you have a superhero in your city, you still have so much crime. Well, it's because it's so big. It's so massive. You know, you can't be everywhere at once. That's what I want to see. Christian Bale or Ben Affleck? Oof. I don't know. I'd probably go Ben Affleck. I'm not going to lie. <sighs> I don't oh, think... well. I'm don't. i cutting
2: my own mic.
0: <laughs> Christian Bale, to me, was not the best part of those movies. I'm sorry. I, I think... That's it Nolan was... Universe. The Nolan Universe. The Nolan was... Universe. The best part of that movie, the best part of those movies, here. was Nolan and was the Rogues Gallery. I think each and every one of those movies had a great villain. And that's my hot take.
2: You've heard it here first.
0: You've heard it here Bob's first. Hot take. What else we well, got? No. What other news you got?
1: Um, so Disney Plus announced today that they're going to um, change all of their release days to Wednesday um, due to the popularity of Loki. And on the back of that they also ordered a Beauty and the Beast prequel for Jesus. Disney Plus.
2: Why? I like the movie. I like, I like the live action movie. Those are actually, they do a pretty good job. I
0: don't... It's recycling ideas. Just give me something new. T- you t- and t- I could t- have a podcast where we just disagree the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> is this what you want to see? You want that to see remakes, a day, forever? Um
1: No, it's, but it's not a remake. It's it's a prequel. It's Bel- a recycling
0: <laughs> of the idea. Wait, you wasn't can't there tell a prequel
2: me? cartoon anyways? Didn't they have, like, a couple it's Beauty and the Beast?
1: It's nothing to do with Beauty or the Beast. This is Gaston and LeFou.
2: Oh, I'm down with that.
0: I mean... I, and I, uh,
2: come on, come on,
0: Bob. This is, I just I don't like when Hollywood looks at something and says, How do we add something to the front or back of that rather than come up with a new idea? It's constant prequels and the sequels, and ignore that sequel because this is the new sequel. And I just give me something oh, you mean, original. You
2: mean Star Wars?
0: Yeah, no, Star Wars. It, oh, please. The, talk. I don't even want to talk about Star Wars. Star Wars <laughs> is going to give me a whole tangent.
2: Yeah, I'll, I'll go on that, too. We might agree on that one. I'm pretty <laughs> not happy, but that's okay.
0: Are we going to see Black Widow in person? Is this, I mean, is, yeah. is the yeah. user open? That's the first Marvel oh, thing yeah. you get, right?
1: Yep.
0: Is that July? Then what else we got coming out this year? What's, July, the, what's the Marvel lineup?
1: Yeah, you got that. You got the Eternals.
0: Spider-Man comes Come out. out sometime this year. Oh, yeah, yeah. that's right. That's is right. November? Um, I don't know if. Well, what about what do you, what do we think about the Eternals first? Because that's coming out, I think, after Black Widow. Uh, Rob Stark and Jon Snow once again. Let's go. Yep, yep.
1: That's that's the November one. Sorry, the Eternals is November fifth.
0: You got um, the you got the list.
1: I don't. I just looked up the Eternals, but I can look up the other ones.
2: Yeah, I'm, I'm excited for the Eternals.
0: 100%. Look up what's coming I, out. I um I'm excited, but I don't know anything about them, so I don't know how good it's uh, going. you.
1: Well, to that's anyone. how you have to go in. That's how you have to go <laughs> in, is not knowing anything about it and just hoping to be entertained. And then you have no letdowns. It's great.
0: It's I,
1: great
0: I do that with most of the movies I watch now for the for the gutsy media. I actually just watched one and you'll have to this is, it's not the episode's not coming out until august i think but um mother do you know the movie mother with jennifer lawrence yeah have you seen it
1: i haven't had the opportunity like it's not it wasn't anywhere to stream lately
0: yeah i had to rent it on amazon ron just it yet
1: snobby like I that's will not the horror see. one
0: maybe. yeah kind of maybe i'm thinking of something different it's no, it, i think we're
1: thinking of the right one but it's yeah, not it's presented
0: necessary. as a horror movie, but it's it is a it is a weird, mind-bending, crazy I've, I've thing.
1: I've heard it's a mindfuck of a movie.
0: It really is. It really is. And I, I can't go into too much detail. Like I said, check out that episode when it comes out. But it's man, said
1: so you- one where we uh, like a couple people maybe on this podcast might have talked about a movie or two
0: we yeah we just we uh, that's right because uh ready player one just dropped for us which is crazy because I, I do I, huh i
1: missed i was in hawaii when that dropped so i was totally removed from the world my bad
0: that's a, it's okay that's all right you got time it's not going anywhere um so let's 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 wrap it up guys we've gone through a lot of the news um, it's a firm belief of the elders of don't forget a towel that everybody geeks out on something while it may not be movies and comic books, maybe it's reading the news with your friends and, and trying not to kill them. Um, so I, I got to ask you guys, what are we geeking out on right now? Let's, let's start with Lauren.
1: Starting with me. Um, okay. Um, what am I geeking out on? Um, I just got back from Hawaii, so I'm kind of trying to resubmerse myself in my usual day-to-day geekiness. Um, can I, can I, I
0: play- say it? Can I say it officially on the cast right now? Go for it! Congratulations, Lauren, on your marriage! Hey. Woo! Hey. Congratulations!
1: Thank you. Uh, for those of you who don't know, uh, my wife and I obviously got married while we were in Hawaii. Um, but yeah, um, she's recently hijacked my PlayStation. When we came that. oh back.
0: man, not once, uh, once there's a ring on it, what's yours is hers now.
1: And here's the worst part it's Mindless not even a good game, she's playing like some indie game called House Flipper or House Renovator or something. Oh I'm, like, my
0: god, just,
1: can you paint walls? <laughs> she was like, <laughs> I watch you play games all the time, and I was like, mine have stories, yours are what you can
2: Mindless games can be really nice sometimes. Yeah, it's tough though when you gotta
0: watch watch them.
1: You have to go back she has to go back to the paint bucket every time <laughs> to dip the paint roller to go paint wall.
0: That's one hundred percent her game. That's one hundred percent her game. That's awesome.
1: Um, but I did download Resident Evil seven because I'm uh, again listeners in the podcast will know that I'm a huge Resident Evil fan and um I kind of died out on the series, or on the, yeah, on the series, um, with six, I maybe got a couple hours into it, and decided I could not take it, um, so I didn't play six, seven, and, uh, I really, really want to play Village, and it's the same protagonist in seven as in Village, so, um, it was on.
2: Please play it. Please play it. It's seven and eight are incredible.
1: So I, I, I wouldn't play Village without playing 7. So I have that. I literally bought that the same day that House Flipper or House Renovator or whatever got downloaded. So uh, I haven't been able to play that yet. Um, I did also get for my birthday a sweet player's handbook. Bob, get writing. Oh, um, Jesus. I got a D&D player's handbook. Um, so need- Are we doing
0: this? Don't don't tease me. Dude! I have always wanted to
2: play, and I've only yeah. ever played one time.
0: Are you serious?
2: No! Yo, oh, look man. what I
0: did! We're going to get a game going. I don't... <sighs> that means I got a DM, though. Maybe I can talk Casey okay. into DMing.
2: I have a character all written out. I did the character sheet. I played one time. I... Want to fall into that world so bad. So oh, if you guys great. ever play, keep me in mind.
0: It's good. The hardest thing is finding a DM because they're they're so scarce because nobody wants to nobody wants a DM. They want to play.
1: Yeah. So Bob ran a game for us. What was it like three years ago? Now it's yeah, been a while about that. <laughs> um, and it wasn't it wasn't necessarily D and D. He kind of made his own thing.
0: Yeah, it and, was like a homebrew game.
1: Yeah, we had fun playing it. But I mean, now really now legit. I know
0: the D and D rules, and now we would do it legit.
1: I would be all for legit. I So I got sucked into, the, talking about what we're geeking out on, I got sucked into the world of Critical Role, um, and I am way, 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 way behind on Campaign 2. Um, I think I'm on episode, like, 60 or something like that. There's, like, 140 plus. Um, and, yeah, I basically got sucked into that, and I downloaded D&D Beyond, which is their app so you can create all of your characters and keep all of your character sheets all together online and everything like that and i basically reached out to bob and was like hey write write something i need an outlet i created like four characters and they are just chillaxing huh. here i went and bought a new set of dice because last time bob gave us dice and got am chilling here i'm like is I'm- critical
2: role the podcast
1: so it's um it, it is also it, it's a podcast. They stream it on Twitch. They I watch them all on YouTube. Um, it's basically a whole bunch of voice actors, and they just yeah around play Dungeons and Dragons. If and you
0: if you want to watch D and D, you got to watch voice actors do it because I- they do voices. and The DM does voices. It's crit- critical is One of them. There's another one that was actually a Kickstarter um, that Josh Whedon did. It's called uh, Everquest, I think, or Ever Everflame or something like that. It's on YouTube. There's like 17 episodes. It's dope. It's it's really dope.
2: So I saw Harmon Quest.
0: <laughs> Harmon Quest. That sounds familiar. Oh,
2: you haven't seen? Okay, Harmon Quest is uh, Dan Harmon, the creator of Rick and Morty. Um, oh, he does D and D with. Uh, it'll be like one famous actor or actress, and then like two of his friends, and then they have uh, a D and D master, and they animate the whole thing. And I've never YouTube? laughed so hard in my life. Uh, you can find it on YouTube. It's on weird platforms, but I do think the whole I'm, first season's on on YouTube.
0: I am writing that down. Harmon, yeah,
2: yeah. If you're a fan of Rick and Morty and like, just dude, a fan love of Dan Harmon, Harmon Quest is phenomenal. That's my I'm, only foray into D and D.
0: I'm looking it up, and we will we will definitely come back to the idea of us doing a D and D game. I do want to say real quick, Ron, before we get to you. Today's show is brought to you by Ridley's Gaming Realm, your one-stop shop for all things gaming retro and Off the Pages Travel, the no fee, no hassle travel agency. And uh, now, without further ado, Ron, what are you geeking out on?
2: Um, I'm actually internally freaking out as we speak tomorrow at this time. Um, so I'm I play guitar. Uh, I play all sorts of different genres, but metal is in my heart, like real heavy. Very well, I might say. Oh, I appreciate that. Um, but metal is, is my thing, real dark, deep, evil stuff. Um, one of my favorite bands ever. I, I actually get to do a, um, a guitar lesson from him on Skype. Um, what? The band's name is The Acacia Strain. And uh, yeah, I, I get to do a, a personal How did you get lesson. that? He offered it. He put it up. He's like, he plays Twitch. Uh, he streams games. Yeah. And everyone was, was on there, and they they kept saying, hey, you should do lessons. Like, you're great at talking. This is fun. And he offered it up, and I was one of the first people to, to snag in there. Send me a message. Awesome, I'm kind of freaking out, though. Like, I'm waiting to, you know, he's going to be like, okay, what would you like to learn? And I'm going to be like, I love your band.
0: <laughs> can you just talk? How long, can you, long can, you away.
1: can you just be my friend?
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah our lesson. Them? hour
0: nice yeah so that's dope i mean you could just sit there and say like you could totally geek out for a couple minutes and just say dude i'm such a fan here's what you gotta do get him to record you a like 30 second voicemail message because then you can have that as your outgoing message when somebody calls you it can be him being like oh ron's not here right now leave him a message he'll get back to you
2: i don't know if anyone else really knows who he
0: is still that'd be dope (laughs)
2: pretty but underground you will. Model. but
0: yeah i it's exactly so i'm uh i'm pretty excited about that right now nice man that sounds uh, awesome me myself i actually just finally picked up my comic books um and i read the third last ronin the ninja turtle one which is I getting freaking insane the, this comic book it was, it was actually funny my son was watching me read it and he's like why do you why do you like reading that and i was i, I went into way more detail than i probably should have Um, but I told him, I'm like, this is like the first significant Ninja turtle storyline we're getting in like 20 years and it's phenomenal. It is so dark and gritty. And I mean, it's, it's insane. So I'm I have the
2: first three and I haven't read them yet. So you're saying it's, it's, it's worth it.
0: It is 100% worth it. And, And it is, it is just insane how gritty they make this, um, but I'm also reading the uh, Maestro Hulk series, which is surprisingly really good, and uh, him and Dr. Doom go at it. This is this is really a good Hulk storyline if you're into it. We're only about, I don't know, maybe 10 issues in, and it's definitely worth the read. Um, so that's kind of what I'm geeking out about. Um, Ron, thanks so much for being on the show with us. Anything you want to plug before we sign off?
2: Yeah, you guys. I really, really appreciate you both giving me the opportunity. I love this stuff. If you ever need somebody, please, I'm I'm always available. Unless we've disagreed too much, I'll understand. <laughs>
1: no, no, that's that half of this podcast is uh, disagreements, <laughs> and then the other half is me saying, "Ah, uh, no, I've actually never seen that movie."
0: Yeah, exactly. It's Lauren writing the she needs a watch. One last question
2: for you, though, Bob. Um, yeah, absolutely. Real quick, just out of curiosity, because I behind me have a lot of collections of toys. Did you get all of the all of the dark the the metal Batman's collections did you get I, the whole thing
0: so it de- it depends what you mean by the entire thing uh, McFarlane had about three or four different series of the dark metal he came out with the the one specific series that I wanted I did get the whole thing um I got the big uh the big blue bruiser uh which was the put together one uh, it was dope it was a lot of fun if you if you want to check out the story it's on my youtube channel that whole adventure um a super huge fan of the McFarland tour line.
2: Awesome. I will check that out. Thank you both again.
0: Absolutely. What
2: was
1: your, you said your grandfather had a, uh, a comic book shop.
2: Yep. Pittsburgh. Um, It's called Wonderland comics.
0: Definitely check them out guys. Also uh, keep an ear out for Ron. We got some stuff in the works. Uh, You might be able to hear his voice a little more often uh, in the the near future. Uh, Lauren, anything you want to say before we sign off?
1: Hey guys, it's been a blast. Thanks for hanging out and being nerdy with
2: me.
0: Absolutely. The pleasure is all mine. Thanks so much, everybody, for listening.